0: He did it again, James Tynan IV. Can you imagine the pressure to take this IP to the pages of comic books we have at the list at number 10? Universal Monsters, Dracula, number one, coming out from Skybound. We have a thank you variant to discuss that's hitting $30 average sales, high raw sales of $55. People will be buying this book, but they're also hunting for that Scotty Young variant.
1: There's a Scotty Young variant for this book. The uh, the A cover by Martin Simmons is also gorgeous. You have a, another gorgeous B cover here by Joshua Middleton. And the book is already sold out. It's going to a second print. The FOC for that second print, I believe, just passed. That variant is done by Joelle Jones. So you've got lots of good options on here for a very pretty book outside and inside.
2: Brand new this week, this was an exclusive that was sent out to shops directly from Lunar. And sad me, I actually didn't get one, and I'm not certain how many shops didn't get their one per store thank you variant either. There may actually be fewer out there than people realize.
0: I just mentioned his name, Ryan, Martin Simmons. You know him from Department of Truth. He's the interior artist on this comic book, and it is superb. Some of the best art he's ever done. James Hyden IV absolutely killed it. The writing is gripping. It's really creepy, and dare I say, They did a better job than Mike Mignola. You know that's a big thing for me to say.
2: Oh, my gosh. It has been almost 30 years since the Bram Stoker's Dracula that Mike Mignola did for Topps Comics for the Keanu Reeves-led movie. My God, you know what? I think the only thing that would make this comic better is if they included a trading card with it.
0: And you know I own those cards, Russ. (laughs) Comic fam, the number one way to support what we do to make it so that our videos even have a chance to be seen is by hitting the like button. It would mean the world to me. (laughs) We've been making this video for five years straight every week without skipping a beat. Hit that subscribe. And next at the list at number nine, we have ASM 36. This right here is an Art Adams 1 in 25 variant. That is no surprise that it's trending well in the marketplace. It is hitting $25 average sales, high raw sales, which I don't think you should be paying
2: we're hitting 50 to 60 bucks, a beautiful black cat portrait cover. This is not the first time we've talked about this Art Adams variant, and this will not be the last time we're gonna be talking about these Art Adams style variants. When Fire Guy Ryan and I did the first video with just the two of us, we were actually talking about Alpha Flight number one, the Art Adams 1 in 50 variant. Fantastic snowbird variant, and that raw book was going for over a hundred. It's still going for over a hundred. And we mentioned in that very video, This upcoming ASM 36 black hat variant. We knew it was coming people paying 50 to 60 bucks. This is too much. This is one of those things that there's a lot of amazing Spider-Man out there. Most shops will easily have received 25 to 50 to get a couple of these ratio variants. I think that alpha flight one, the snowbird variant, it's going to make sense that it's retaining its high prices because fewer people are ordering Alpha Flight and a one in 50 is much more difficult to get for a shop. I also
0: think that this is a classic case of a book being such a surefire bet that it's gonna take off as it pertains to one in 25s. I mean, most one in 25s are not selling for $25 right now. So many stores, and please correct me if I'm wrong, if they have a high grade copy, they probably shipped it to CGC. So what you're seeing on eBay are the copies that stores are going, yeah, I'll just get rid of it now.
2: That's very true. With the Snowbird variant, you're going to see the two copies that are listed on eBay right now are both described as very fine near-mint. The odds are if someone has a near-mint copy of that Alpha Flight or even this brand-new Amazing Spider-Man 36, they're probably going to send it to CGC. and we should see a flood of those at nine sixes and 9 eights in the coming months.
1: Enough about that. I want to talk about something different, like Spider-Man. Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man number 14. This is uh, in the same current run of Spider-Man. This came out... Last year, this is the first appearance of Hollow's Eve. We are seeing $8 average sales for this book. We had a high 9.8 CGC sell earlier this week for $55.
0: This is up 138% in copies sold because of the season that we're in. And although there is a one shot that debuted this week, and I'm glad to see that Marvel isn't just leaving this character on the table that clearly came out the gate with a nice splash. I wish there was a bit more. I mean, I feel like this character could have held up the entire season.
1: There have been several different like horror-themed Marvel one-shots that have come out in the last month or two, which kind of dilutes this whole thing that much more. There's been a Werewolf by Night one-shot and a generic kind of Crypt of Shadows Marvel Universe horror one-shot anthology as well. So this Hollow's Eve one kind of fell through the cracks in a sense, and it's just about her like protecting a bunch of frat kids at a party at, at ESU. It seems a little safe and simple and just a, a perfect recipe for a, a kind of one-shot story. So it's, it's on the one hand, it's cool that they're keeping Hollow's Eve out there. And they're not just letting her wither and die, like Tom said. But on the other side, they could be doing more with her.
0: I got to hear from the community in the comment section below. Do you want to see more from Hollow's Eve? Because I sure as hell do. Her abilities to be able to put on various types of masks to transform into other creatures, other beings, and gain
1: new superpowers to get out of anything and cause a ruckus. We are going to keep the horror theme going here with yet another Marvel comic on the list. Here at number seven, we're talking Marvel premiere number 50. This is the first appearance of Alice Cooper in comic books.
0: We're not talking about the Prince of Darkness. That's Ozzy Osbourne. We're talking about the Prince of Nightmares.
1: I love me some Alice Cooper. And really,
2: seeing this book go for $100 and $124 in a CDC 9.6, this is just such a classic book that I think is really, really undervalued and underrated. Yes, it is Halloween time. Yes, we are talking spooky. Books, but why would we be talking about this? Because Alice Cooper, who has been doing comic books since the mid 90s. The last few years has been releasing comic books with Dynamite. And we have a brand new comic book coming out from the writer of Philadelphia, teaming up with Alice Cooper, We're going to be fighting off some of his fans turning into zombies. We're
0: seeing a 200% increase in copies sold, and yes, we have Alice Cooper number one coming out from Dynamite, who's just been killing it with the IP acquisitions and keeping these types of books alive in the comic space. Shout out, Nikki B. But we also have Rodney Barnes from Philadelphia
2: in the writer's circle. And that's all I needed to hear to add this to my pull list. And Alice Cooper is no stranger to working with fantastic writers. If you look at the last Temptation that he did, it was actually co-written with Neil Gaiman. So again, another fantastic heavy hitter. Now you've already liked the video. You, you promised me you'd do that. <laughs> but if you
0: want to take it up a notch give us an excuse to send you some comics every single month. In November, we have Spider Boy's first solo series, trade dress, Tyler Kirkham cover going out one per box. And that's not all. We have a Libra Mayo trade dress, Swamp Thing number one, first appearance of Swamp Thing, Alec Holland, also guaranteed one per box. ComicTom101.com to join the community. You can subscribe monthly for cheaper. You can get it like a buy-it-now, one-time option, as well as international being
1: officially open to the world. You guys like Wolverine, don't you? You like Wolverine <laughs> over here? Well, good, because right here we've got NYX, number four on the list at number six, or NYX. Is it NYX? Is it NYX? N- 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 I always called it NYX, dude. I don't I don't know what it I is. I always
2: said it was NYX, but Let us okay. know in the comments
0: section below. But we got the second appearance of X23. Why the second appearance and
2: not the first? Because the first is way too expensive.
1: Yes, that's the answer why. We are seeing $65 (laughs) average sales for this book with a high 9.8 sale from earlier this week of $335. But there is a catch to that one. So that $335 was on auction, but there was
2: a sale just about five weeks before that one. $550 buy it now for a CGC 9.8. And that's a little bit more in line with the All-time high that we consider, $660.
0: Yeah, and at that time, the book was trending around $450, so seeing a $550 sale is actually quite impressive. Clearly, members are speccing that we're going to see a reprisal of the role, and I'm pretty stoked about it. You know, there's other characters on this list that are being touted as the possible I don't know, dare I say, replacement of status quo, a different version of a character that we know from the comics that are gonna then be touted as the next big character long-term. And this one, I think, People would be pretty stoked to see. A lot of
1: people want to see Logan, sure, but I would love to see X-23 long-term. Well, Hugh Jackman can't stay in the MCU forever. He's been doing it for so long already. We need a replacement of some kind in some form or fashion in the future. One of those options is X-23, and I think a lot of people in the comic community are agreeing and investing in her early appearances. Is there anyone here or
0: even in the community that would be surprised to see Daphne Keene take on this role again?
2: I mean, really, Logan was one of the best Wolverine anything to ever hit cinema. Taking into consideration that Daphne is still only 18 years old. She is not anywhere near aged out of this character. We're probably going to see her playing Laura Kinney for quite some time.
0: Well, this next book on the list is a clear example about market conditions. We are currently in the worst time to be investing in comics. October, and November are known to be the worst months for comic selling, but We have clearly entered some of the best times to secure comic books that you may not want to flip, but ones that you may just want to own because they're so competitively priced. And here's the proof. Number five on the list, Avengers 8, Silver Age Jack Kirby, the first appearance of Kang the freaking Conqueror. Average sales, yeah, $4.1,000 because high sales are so extravagant. But you can get a freaking 5.0 for $500 for single digit Avengers right now.
2: There are multiple books that are spiking because of Loki Season 2, and we are still seeing prices lower than they were in the comic boom, and even before then, it's a crazy time to get into some of these major keys. It's still a 267% increase in copies sold, and for a Silver Age book, that's astronomical.
1: The last time we saw this book on any of the lists was back in February in the lead-up to uh, Quantumania, when we got the first reveal of, like, big-time, real-time Kang, And that disappointed a lot of people, and that's why we haven't seen this book since then. But Loki Season 2 is extremely, extremely popular, or it's extremely beloved. I don't want to say it's popular, because I think a lot of people are kind of burnt out on the Disney Plus side of the Marvel Universe, especially after Secret Invasion just came out. But if you take a look at the Key Collector Trending 20 the list that we sourced these 10 books from, I think you can clearly say that uh, Loki is driving the majority of those books. You've also got the first cover appearance of Miss Minutes on the Trending 20 as well. Utilize the code TOM101.
0: You support the show, but you get access to a wealth of comic book knowledge on the best comic app in existence that I use every single day. So does Russ. So does Ryan. So does all my homies, especially on the con floor. It's going to up your game, get access to a bunch of comic knowledge and better your hunt. I do find it fascinating that... Two years ago, with the start of Disney Plus happening during pandemic, we saw such a push for spec and really wishful thinking and concern that these comics would not be attainable for long because we had so many new buyers in the market. Flash forward a couple years, the spec excitement, the burnout is real. We've probably lost a lot of these buyers, especially with the adjustment period that's upon us right now that some of these books are the best time to buy them because they're only going to get so low. And considering it's the end of the year, traditionally the worst time for comics selling, I'm looking at Avengers 8 going $500 for a mid-grade copy is a screaming deal. And if you like anything that you're seeing on the screen right now, those books, although are trending, are super affordable. It's a great time to buy books you actually want.
2: It's fantastic to see that there are fewer who are speculating. There are more collectors out there. And I think it's great because people who are picking up stuff for their personal collections, this is the best time to do that. Case in point, number four on the list, G.I. Joe number one. This book at a
0: 9.8 should not be selling for under a K. And it is. We have $280 high average sales and a recent 9.8. Yes, it did sell for 1000 but the last GPA sale this month clocked in at $890. The increase of 320% outside of this adjustment period in this book getting cheaper by the day, it's got to be Skybound and the Energon universe.
1: Shout out Joshua Williamson. And shout out Robert Kirkman. I did say it earlier that I thought Loki season two was driving the majority of the books on the trending 20 this week. The other big one driving books is the Energon universe. Void Rivals number one was also on the trending 20 as well. And so it makes sense that we are seeing G.I. Joe here as well. We're about to get uh, Duke number one. That drops here in December. And now that we finally released Transformers number one and Void Rivals has been out for a while, people are uh, switching their focus to the last unrevealed corner of this whole Energon universe, which is G.I. Joe.
2: So a recent thousand dollars for a 9.8 is actually even better of a price when you consider that in 2021, nine sixes were going for $1,100. Even a newsstand at $1,500 seems like a great deal when you consider that most of the 80s kids that bring this book into my shop read the heck out of them. It's kind of a cardstock cover. It's got that really white Mondo paper on the inside, and it's more pages than a normal 32-page book. So... All of these factors leading to it being a really tough 9.8. I think this is the bottom.
0: And now let's piss some people off in the comic, fam, because I disagree with the overall consensus, the opinions about this next rumor that's been circulating. We have at the list at number three, Fantastic Four 244, the first appearance of the Herald of Galactus, Frankie Ray. Seeing $40 average sales, $406 for a CGC 9.8 after rumors are circulating that we are going to see not just Galactus,
1: but a female Herald of Galactus first. And when you think of Herald of Galactus, 95% of everybody will think of the Silver Surfer. Norn Rad! Yes, correct. And will not remember that there are uh, a bunch of Heralds of Galactus. I think a lot of people are thinking that they're going to gender swap the Silver Surfer and make a female Silver Surfer, which is part of the reason Tom was talking about outrage surrounding this rumor that we're seeing here. But... Again, there's a whole bunch of different heralds of Galactus, and I think it could give us a cool perspective in this movie. If the first time we meet Galactus, we aren't introduced to Silver Surfer yet. We get to see what Galactus is capable of, maybe what some more villainous heralds are up to are capable of. And then at the end of the movie, maybe a post credit scene taking place on Zen Law, meeting the Silver Surfer, setting all that stuff up for a sequel. I I could be down with that.
0: Guys, don't get too bent out of shape. There is no reality where they're going to table Silver Surfer, Norrin Rad. I would bet money on it. If I'm wrong, then like I'm giving up on Kevin Feige, and I'm going to start
2: investing nothing but James Gunspec. I love this cover. I think this is a beautiful book. I still think people have been overpaying for this book for years.
0: An increase of 320%. The book was hitting $1,550 back in 2021. Considering $400 dollars 9 right now, Do you feel like that's more of a realistic price considering the potential? Or do you think this book is still overpriced?
2: I think taking a flyer at $400, sure, for a 9.8. But still, this is one of those books that's just from that era of overproduced Fantastic Four. I'm sure there's a lot of raw copies out there, and you could get some really high-grade copies if you find the right collection.
0: When you're buying collections and you get a run of Fantastic Four, it seldomly has anything single-digit. I mean, really, you're lucky to get double digit. And this right here is a book that is like right in line of the stack of books that people
2: collected that you buy in bulk. Absolutely. You get fantastic for 220 through 280. Like that's the chunk you get.
1: We're gonna fast forward here a bit with a more recent book from 2018 Scout Comics. This is Jazz Legend number one. We're seeing four-dollar average sales cover price for this book with a high raw sale of about eight to ten bucks. We can't find any GPA or CGC information on this one. It is really, really obscure, but Jazz Legend was just optioned this past week, which is why we're seeing it here all the way at number two on the Trending 10.
0: Shout out, Scout Comics. Someone over there in their media team is killing it because their IPs be selling. We talked about Snatched. We talked about the Recount. We talked about Forever Maps. Solar Flare. The Mall. Ranger, Ranger Stranger. Stranger. Exactly. It just is not stopping, and there are so many Scout books that are quality that are going under the radar so that when they do spike, members are going, I can still get this for cover price. I can still get this at my LCS.
2: Why not? This is like as affordable as spec can get. I used to love me some Red versus Blue, so it's fantastic to see that Rooster Teeth is going to be taking on an adult animated series with a little bit darker story, 550% increase
1: in copies sold this week. I had never heard of this book until we got the news this week that it was optioned, but apparently it is a freaky mixture of jazz music slash psychedelic drugs slash... Lovecraftian tentacly horror stuff, which is right up my alley, but I'm going to have to track this one down and read it, but it sounds like it might be kind of difficult.
0: Now, this isn't a plug, but shout out James Hake over at Scout Comics. They have an awesome monthly subscription box that I subscribe to because every month they just take all their new titles and they ship it to you. It's like a set it and forget it. You're going to get every issue of the new comics as they come out. So if you're looking for
1: some dope indie books, peep Scout Comics. In case you are like me and you like ignoring everything Tom asks you to do, I will remind you one last time, please hit that like button. It's right down there. It's right there under us as we're talking. There's also a subscribe button down there, too. That helps out the channel quite a bit. If you were to hit that, we would be very grateful.
0: Like and subscribe.
1: And next at the
0: list, at number one, the number one most trending book in the world is more affordable. Than ever. We have the first appearance of Victor Timely. We have an annual, Avengers Annual number 21, which prior to Loki would have been considered a dollar bin book. $20
2: average sales and a high C 9.8 for $155. This is totally the type of book that I would just get to an Avengers run. You pick out the major keys and go, that's all 50 cents. So I'm sure there will be shops around the country that have not been paying enough attention that you should be caring about Avengers annual number 21.
0: Considering this book hit $400 heights you know, when that post credit scene hit and we knew Victor Timely was gonna be inbound, seeing this sell for $90 at auction for a 9.8 shows that if you are digging what you're seeing on the screen, you're probably not gonna be turned off by the prices. I imagine a year ago, two years ago, you know, you saw WandaVision, you're like, I want white vision, that's really cool, but the book is now to the moon at a thousand plus dollars. That is not the time that we're in right now. And considering Loki is one of the most beloved series, the only one to get a sequel on Disney Plus, if you see something that you like,
1: then this is no better time to buy the comic and I haven't started Loki season two yet, but because we work on this video and have to research this stuff, I did have to spoil myself about what happens in this week's episode of Loki. But it sounds like a good one. I'm excited to get to it, and it makes sense that Victor Timely is here at number one on the list. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Well, 280% increase in copies sold proves that point, Ryan. And I want to know your thoughts in the comment section below. This is a very unique time in comic collecting. We have never seen comics hit the prices that they did in years past within the last couple of years. And now this adjustment period has created a perfect storm. We have CGC pumping out books faster than they ever have. We see comic books spiking because of shows, but they're not adjusting to the point in which they reached two years ago. What are you buying? Help your fellow comic fan members. And as always, geek responsibly.
2: That's it.